so I'm sitting at um, at the atrium. Yeah, at the atrium entry room. Where? Well, well there is okay. a story. Like yeah. this atrium was like one of the places where during the um, colonial times, like people were burned during wow. the Inquisition. So there are like two places in Mexico City. This is one. People were like burned here. So the history of violence in this space has traveled across centuries. Yeah. And the exhibition that you've curated seems to be in various ways about collective efforts to try to combat systemic violence. Yeah. Uh, in, a way. in this space. In this space and trying to come like combat also like gentrification and all these processes of uh, trying to beautify this place and not respect like all the people who have been here for a long time working uh, walking by uh, using the space uh, having fun um, so I think like it was like really weird uh, when I first came here uh, to collaborate with the museum I was like a, I found it like an amazing place for electronic arts and because it well it was like a, a huge place for electronic art and when 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 I started to collaborate I said okay it's great but we can also try to make this like community based art and trying mm -hmm. to make more things because it's a really really rich place and it's a really also complicated and it has a lot of story and history sorry and um, so that's why I, I I found it like amazing in a way yeah mm -hmm. amazing but also challenging mm -hmm. it's really challenging well it seems also like at this historic place there's a lot of um, commonality but there's also division so yeah. this um, art space one of the projects was an intervention, a spatial intervention in the sense where the kids of uh, people who have stands in the square intervened in the space. That seemed like one of the coolest direct actions I've heard about in a while. Could you talk about that project? Well, that project, uh, well, that, the, the other creator, uh, knew a lot of about the work of Ana Zambrano. I, I knew her work, but in performance art, not like a community-based art. And there used to be a foundation, a private foundation, who used to work with children, okay. um, like the, the children of the people who work in this, in this stands. And well, there are children who are working too. No, they yeah. are helping their parents to, to sell things. Sure. So, or in the, well, in the restaurants or whatever. So, um, like he decided, okay, that would be great to, to bring her back. Uh, after the foundation closed and because there has been a lot of work with, with these kids and then uh, we, well, we invited her and uh, she decided to bring them it, it's, really, it's really amazing how she works with children because she doesn't try to you know like uh, she doesn't treat them like just kids like she treats them like with respect and like come on guys what do you want and tell me no like not trying to speak them like little little people and she has like this really great connection with children and they 
<laughs> they came and it was like they decided to make this toboggan like it'd be great and they at a certain point okay let's use the water and we tried to solve everything and water slide yeah <laughs> Uh, at the entrance of the museum. At the entrance of the museum. And this was really weird because at the same time, well, that's what I remember, and it was kind of shocking because um, there was an exhibition with a contemporary artist here and there were like these tour with gallerists, I think, and they were like, why are these people, like these children, yeah. who are not white doing here? So in a way it was like trying not all, not only to occupy or intervene this space like literally but also symbolically because those people do not come here because it's a really white place and they don't feel comfortable getting into a museum because it's a really white place to be honest and they wasn't for the first time getting into well for these kids were getting into the museum going to the bathroom you know, trying to occupy, they were like walking around everywhere, and we were like that, 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 and it was amazing because they don't have this opportunity to to occupy a place that it's really like next to the place where they work or their yeah. way are they are you know, all the time. So in a way, for me, since the first project and this project I co-curate with Dante, it was important to try to revert these you know, like white upper class uh, tendency of the art world to be just for those who are familiar to contemporary art. And it it's also surprising because like for these kids or even for the cleaning workers, they were like, like visiting the museum and they understood perfectly what was going on in a contemporary art exhibition. And they were like, Okay, no, that was like about migration and blah. And we were talking about migration in the U.S. and blah. And it was like, like they have more, like, they have more interesting things to say, like, you know, like creators or artists, even artists. So it was like really, really great to, to try to bring them here. I, I want to talk about the project with the cleaners, but first of all, just so we can locate ourselves. <laughs> Um, well, can, they were here. Sure, sure. But can you can you introduce yourself and also just locate where are we in Mexico City? Okay, we are. Well, I'm I'm Gemma. Well, okay. Gemma in English, Gemma in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a creator and a philosopher, I think, or whatever, academic, whatever. And we are at the Laboratorio Artelameda in Mexico City. We are placed in now sitting in one of the burning places <laughs> during the Inquisition yeah, yeah. and in the oldest uh, public park in in America, in all the continent. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you heard the story of these uh, in sort of interventionist pieces of both single artists but also of collectives working with people who are working in this square, this ancient square and you mentioned the um, cleaners right and I think that so much work is invisibilized you know uh, obviously and Mexico City downtown it's huge Um, so can you just talk a bit about this piece and why it was important to include it was well when we 
well, when I invited um, Tres Collective, we were thinking about also, well, just, well, they work materially with garbage and all the things around garbage, and they decided, like, it would be great to work with people, like, who are invisible, invisibilized, whatever, in, sure, sure. in, um, like cleaning all the all the city. They 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 have another project with them, and we decided to. It was like really weird because at the beginning we this we wanted to use. We have like these. Um, how do you call it? Um, uh, where you can listen sound in the public space. And they are used speakers. for the, the speakers. Yeah, uh, yeah there, we have like a lot of, spe of speakers in all the, around the in city. The oh, in the park. In the park and all around the city because yeah. of the earthquakes. So, and also the speakers are like for the police stations and they're controlled by what they call the C5. It's like a governmental institution, institution yeah. who is like in charge of all the control and all the security in the city. So we, we wanted to intervene those speakers and trying to use them like for the testimonies of all the workers, but we couldn't make it because it's like a really secure place and we, we couldn't wow. do it. Wow. We tried, but we couldn't. So at a certain point, we're in a like, oh, what can I do? What, what, what can you do? Because we, well, they wanted to, to, they wanted people to listen to them because nobody listened. The cleaners. Well, the cleaners. Yeah. Um, nobody see them. City no? street cleaners. Yeah, the street cleaners. Yeah, this. Yeah, because they're like, you, know, you you saw them. They're yeah. really flashy <laughs> outfits, yeah. Yeah. and you know, like they are invisible for for everybody. So then um, they, um, uh, Jacobo Castagnola, they have this. He has this um, bicycle with speakers that was in another museum. They he gave us to us and then we gave it to the community-based place here in La Guerrero, another neighborhood. And we use it, we decided to use it for, for those people to, to have a voice mm -hmm. and to speak to everyone. And it was amazing because it was the first time well, like, people like saw them mm -hmm. and listened and to them. They said like a lot of things. It was like it was really fun. Some of them sing, sang like yes, another one. They were like saying like please respect our work. Uh, don't be, don't be like uh, throw like all the garbage in the in the streets. Try to respect the pu the public space. The public space is ours. They have like an amazing. Yeah. Um, Analysis. analysis of the of the public space and, and their work yeah. and they were asking for recognition because nobody cares about them and it was like and even for me at the you know when when we decided to do this project and with 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 tres it was like i i realized how much i also invisibilized their work and now i like it was like it was really weird like two weeks ago or three weeks ago i was like walking by the street and there were like a cleaning lady um like cleaning the, the street and i was like oh, oh i know and i just wait to for her to finish and i was in a hurry but i said okay you know finish your job no and she turned to me and said thank you for respecting my job like no 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 it's your job like <laughs> I was like it's your street now so well wow. it, it was like yeah even for me like and I think for everybody no even even like people here at the museum like trying to see them as 
as us as people like doing their job so in so many ways like this exhibition seems to be about visualizing yeah uh, it references protests also like visibilizing feminist struggles visibilizing the experiences of workers the children of workers um so like in this exhibition in general um if you could just sort of share the the name the broad name of the whole exhibition and maybe just um speak about as a curator what some aspects that motivated you in terms of the choice to try to bring all these pieces together to visibilize all these um, systemic issues in the in the center of Mexico City. Well, the name of the of the exhibition it's difficult in English because in English you don't have um, well, we so many. No, 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 no. It will be not because yeah. it's interesting in English. So okay. I will explain it because you, it Thank will you. make sense in Spanish. In English, you don't have like feminine, masculine um, nouns. So in Mex in Spanish, you have a lot of feminine, masculine nouns. So for the um, feminist and LGTB uh, movement, LGBT plus, it's really important in Spanish. How do you name and how do you use um, nouns? Yeah, yeah. So most of the time um, in Spanish we use mas masculine. Yes. So you say uh, for everybody, uh, todos, instead of todas, that it's a feminine. So part of the feminist struggle with language is about how much we call for everything, we call everything in masculine. So when when we decided to 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 use well to, to, to name the, the exhibition and all the program, we used this idea like the last direct director of the of the museum, Tania Edo had has had about a name of Todes, well T O D plus S, like everybody but with a plus. It, like that you can use like an E but it's kind of ne neutral like todes otres nosotres like uh, everybody uh, other otherness others and and us no mm -hmm. so it is it is important the plus in Spanish because it's it's like it is strengthens it's strength strengthen the the idea of inclusiveness and because yeah in Spanish you can always say like todos or nosotros even though we are like like more women like we use the masculine so that was important just the name for for that and we 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 brought this idea like Danedo had about this name and we use it and we asked her like it was like an amazing idea <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah use it so yeah Yeah, so it's so so many ways. This exhibition seems to be about visualizing. Yeah, yeah, it is, and that that's why it's important, like to to tell the story about the name. Like it was not ours; it was like ten years in a way, and also about all the communities that we were working on, like the internet, all the LGBT community that were like using this space, like like living in this space for a long time. And they have been like pushed away for 
for all the gentrification processes in order to bring more tourists and bring more like people who can afford like an apartment where you sure. can see you know, La Alameda and, or like a working space or whatever. So I think it was I think it was important in terms of visibilization but also in terms of memory of mm. the space. You know? Well the last piece we'll just mention and um, I hope whoever can see it should either come by the exhibition in Mexico City or look, look, look up the different artists who are involved. But there's that one piece also of the use of public space dancing. Yeah. Yeah, so, and a competition and also just a dance space within the public arena not far from the square that uh, was inclusive in terms of LGBTQ plus people um, and people from different classes. That that piece was super cool. If you yeah. could share a bit about that. Uh, this was Serrucha uh, Club. <laughs> And it was an amazing process because we, well, Desarrocha uh, had this amazing idea to work with Asonidera. That it, well, in Mexico, in Me all, all, all Mexico, in all the country, we have this like music movement called Sonidero that are like public dances that occupy many like private and public spaces. And there were, it's kind of a DJ, well, it's kind of a DJ, but with cumbia and all the popular like music. And, but, but they're also like 90s electronic music and it has like its own culture, okay. you know, music culture and dance culture. So uh, I, t I told Sarucha that I saw a Sonidera close by and I wanted to invite her, but it, it, it couldn't, I, I couldn't make it at that time when for another exhibition. And um, she went there and she contacted her and she, they started like to Light, like a really great match between them and then we started to come here every Saturday and for a long time and La, La Guera the, the Sonidera um, decided to make this contest about dancing and Sarucha was taking photos I was the judge because La Guera decided that like I was a curator and from the museum I should be a judge but I, I didn't dance there so nobody saw me dancing and it was really weird like I, I'm judging dancing and they don't see me dancing so I like well so it was really weird and well at the end nobody agreed about the decision I made the decision because La Huera told me to, to choose a couple and it was like a huge very dramatic very dramatic, dramatic. and wow and then we came we came back and made this um well to the to the to the sonidero to the dancing and sarucha uh, print all the photos of those uh, dancers and everybody if they recognize themselves could take them to for themselves and it was amazing and for the first time mm. i was like really insisting to bring them to the museum because mm. i think i thought it was important and, and this we is made like a it. public outdoor dance yeah it's outdoor it's in a it's a plaza de la solidaridad that it's it seems like part of the alameda central but it's not uh it's another uh, small park close park close yeah no, it's, it's open. It's, all, it's outdoors, but it's, it's really... Well, you, you will see it. When all the, like, stands are, that's the, park, the Plaza de la Solidaridad. And we brought them to the museum, and we made this sonidero inside of the museum just for them. 
and it was amazing because well like what I was like well for the first time in the museum the, you know like they're recognizing my work and I think Claudia can tell you this, all the story about uh, La Guera as, as a sonidera, that it's amazing. And she made this amazing song with all the testimonies uh, that you can uh, listen with this app. And okay. with, because, well, her work, it's like a mental reality with sound, and it's really, it's really amazing. And the process lasted for, I think, three months or more. Wow. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> well, so many of these processes in this exhibition... I really appreciate how like deep the involvement was. Yeah. You know, it's not one week, and but it, like for community engagement in the arts, it's not something that you can just sort of conceptualize and it happens overnight. Yeah, it's no, like it, messy, complicated. Yeah, it's messy. It's complicated. Yeah. I think one. I think one of the most complicated. Yeah, it was Federico's because there were like many kind of resistance. It was like money, but it was really difficult. Yeah. But when when it happened, it happened amazingly. So, a lot of patience. Yeah, a lot of patience. Uh, some of, well, I think from for the younger artists, were like the first time they were like working in the public space. It was like small processes, like short time. It was not so complicated in a way. But um, but for others, but as a project, took, as a whole, as a whole, it yeah. took like a lot of. A lot of time, a lot of uh, support of the museum. It was like uh, even the exhibition. It was like exhausting because well, the museographer got COVID, some artists got COVID. Um, we were here. I was like, we had, we didn't we didn't have enough technicians because of the COVID. So it was like. It, well, I was here for, for a week or more, like, even, like, trying to solve, the, to, to put diapers in, in the lamps, so. Well, you're, and you're still here. I'm still here, yeah. <laughs> respect, so, respect. Yeah, it was, it was amazing, and I think, well, with, and we, well, Dan and me, because, well, we co-created the project, it was, like, we, we made a, a great match trying to solve, because you cannot do it by yourself, you need, like, well, we didn't have a team, but at least two people could like trying sure, to solve sure. everything, and and well, with the support, with all the uh, some like governmental uh, agencies, yeah. also the museum, because all the public space it's really uh, divided, and it's really difficult. It seems easy to do something in the public space, but public space, but it's extremely difficult. If you wanted to do it officially, yeah. yeah. I see, I see. Wow. And, and you, wow. well, you cannot do it, you know, like, mm -hmm. not officially, if you're part of the museum. Yeah, so, yeah. Museum. yeah so, 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 in a way, yeah. we work with, well, those who occupy the space non-officially, like La Guera yeah. or the, all the people who are selling things here. And, but in a way, well, for example, with La Guera, uh, we made, uh, we made it possible to have, like, a, uh, permission, public, like a governmental permission for her to stay there for a while. Uh, now I'm, I, I will try to see if she can get another one. Wow! So, so ongoing dialogue, ongoing yeah. organizing. Wow! Yeah. This is an amazing exhibition, and it was really cool to get a chance to talk with you about it, and also hear about the ways that artists and you know, socially engaged artists and curators are trying to think critically about public space in downtown Mexico City. So thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.